past few weeks the past few episodes i've been going over some core concepts the number one thing is that the identity that has to be forgotten that the black man has to believe that they're no longer a champion instead they have to believe that they are a victim i then talked about the lies that have to believe i can't do this my circumstances aren't going to allow me to do what i want and i have no power over my circumstances all of that leads to trauma the more trauma that can be experienced the deeper the lie can go the more you're going to believe it the more that you're going to believe that you're a victim all of this drives towards the next concept which is isolation if we are going to believe that the black man is meant to prosper then how do you kill the black man what's the reverse of that it's the same as what we would do for anyone else. What are we at our worst? What are we most willing to believe things that aren't true? When are we most willing to take on trauma? When are we most willing to take on an identity that isn't true? When we're alone. Why? Because if we're hanging around the right people in the right environments, they won't allow us to believe things that aren't true about ourselves or about our circumstances. If we have the right people around us, they're going to help us out of the places that we're in. So there's always, you will always see an overwhelming amount of isolation. Any person of any color that is left to their own devices for long periods of time are going to experience loneliness. When you're in a place of loneliness, you're already feeling down. In those places of feeling down, you are going to be readily accepting of lies and you will be reminded consistently of traumatic events in your life and it will be hard for you to believe that anything good is going to happen let me ask you a question have you ever had a meeting with somebody that didn't go the way that you thought and they didn't say anything wrong or bad about you but maybe you just thought ah, that was kind of weird now imagine time goes through where you just don't talk to them Nothing is addressed. Maybe you had a minor conflict, but nothing was addressed. The time between meeting with them again, what are some of the thoughts that you had? It might have even been a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever it was, a best friend. You might have had a, a minor argument and you didn't talk. The longer the space between the conflict, the more you actually believed that something bad has happened. For any of you with kids, if you call your kid and your kid doesn't pick up, and you call them again and you don't, they don't pick up, there isn't a part of you that's believing the best about the situation. You're not going, oh, 
they're probably out there, you know, helping save the planet. Your mind says, man, what's going on? And then there's a rush of unbelievably bad things that could be going on. And you freak out. I don't know why that is, but that's just how the mind works. When we're talking about people, and this is the name of the book is How to Kill a Black Man. Yes, it's reverse psychology. Yes, all those things. But here's the reality. A person in isolation will more readily accept lies. And so there's a constant push for someone to reject people that they're supposed to be around. Now, take that to our current culture right now. For the black man, who are they being trained by the world is the enemy. I think it's pretty obvious. They're being trained that it's the middle-aged white man that's making a pretty good income, that these people are the enemy. Now, if in black culture, there is a culture of poverty, which I think is pretty obvious, who would you think is the number one group of people that we as a black community need to be more closely associated with? It's the very people that we are being trained to hate. It is the number one people that we are being trained to be to show as the enemy. So the more time that can be put between associating with those people and the more time where there's an absence of communication with them and all that's being projected or shown to us are those people in that community that might be doing things that are wrong or maybe they're not even people that are doing stuff that's wrong, but it's being twisted as wrong. The more that we will create a narrative in our own mind about who those people are that are just in our community, that are just around, we'll start to believe that the white man that we we walk past is racist. We'll believe that the white woman that's clutching her purse is clutching her purse because she's afraid of, of, of us without ever having any relationship or communication. The cure for isolation is relationship. But when you grow up in poverty, when you're being trained that a certain person is the enemy, and maybe the community that you do have are other people that have an orphan identity and that are being trained the same belief, all that you're going to do is trade these similar beliefs. It's crazy. So how do you kill a black man? You isolate him and you feed him lies about the very person that's supposed to help him, which will increase his chances of never being helped, of never experienced prosperity, of never experiencing abundance, of never experiencing joy with people outside of his community. It'll increase his hatred for them. That, that, is what kills the black man. So what heals it? It's love. It is radical love. It is unbelievable radical love. It is someone that hops into that person's life, whether of the same color or different color. This is of any community. Every community at some point is being trained to be against another community. Republicans do it with Democrats. Liberals do it with conservatives. It's, it happens everywhere. Every community is in some way being trained by someone outside the community or inside community to dislike that someone that could help them in their community. When we take on love, love is wrapped with forgiveness. Love is, is wrapped with grace. Love is wrapped with mercy. Love is, is, is wrapped with courage. Love is wrapped with stepping in to situations that are uncomfortable, that facing conflict so that there's resolution. And where there's resolution, there's always relationships. 
But most people don't want to step into conflict. Why? Because love is the hardest part. 